0: Well hello and welcome everybody to another episode of the Westlake daily podcast and with me today I have Nick. Hi everyone. And Nick who are we going to talk about today? Today we're going to talk about Hudson Taylor. Hudson Taylor, the great missionary and one of his quotes. So tell us about Hudson Taylor.
1: So his name was James Hudson Taylor. He was born in Yorkshire in 1832 and he died in China in 1905. That's important because Hudson Taylor basically is the forefather of the modern missionary movement. He was a British Protestant Christian. He was very passionate about peoples who had not been reached by the gospel, especially about China, which was becoming quite prominent at the time in in the West. And Hudson Taylor, After quite a bit of resistance from his own churches and his own denomination, actually, he managed to go to China and preach the gospel there. Now, he spent 51 years there, 51 years as a missionary. He founded what was known as the China Inland Mission, the CIM, which is now called the OMF International. And that society was responsible for bringing over 800 missionaries to China. And they begun 125 schools. The schools resulted in around 18,000 Christian conversions. And they established more than 300 stations of work, like little headquarters. And they had 500 local helpers in 18 provinces. So this was a phenomenal movement across China. And even today is part of Chinese history. And a lot of Chinese Christians will look back at their own history uh, starting from the movement of, of Hudson Taylor.
0: And he was famous, wasn't he, for uh, living and dressing as a Chinese person yeah, rather so, than as a Westerner.
1: Yeah, so this was really where he got a little bit of, a little bit in hot water with his own denomination back home. Hudson Taylor took to heart what Paul said, that I became all things to all men in order to gain all to Christ. Um, And he realized that there was no way you could even approach and have a conversation with Chinese people if you went in looking like a typically British person of the time, dressed with your suit and so forth. And a lot of missionary movements at the time uh, in other countries uh, were kind of like that. They would just turn up with their clothes uh, like that. They would not adopt any of their local customs or, or make any effort to blend into the culture. And often they would fail. So Hudson Taylor took a very different approach and decided that he would shave his head and have the hairstyle of, of the people at the time. He had his own missionaries who worked for him, were all told that that's how they had to dress. They ate the same food the Chinese ate. They uh, took part in many of the customs, and this was something that produced some problems back home for Hudson. They, however, were phenomenally successful, and they were very fruitful.
0: Indeed. Now, Nick, tell us about the quote we're going to talk about
1: Okay, a little context first, because it's important. First of all, the quote itself doesn't come from any book that Hudson Taylor wrote. It's actually part of uh, either his journal or a letter that he wrote, and he might have written it several times, so it has several different permutations. So the quote really goes back to the spring of 1900. He was in Switzerland resting because he'd come to the brink of exhaustion. And in 1900, Christians across China were slaughtered in their own homes. And many of them were fleeing for their lives. So these are Christians who came out of his own ministry. The China Inland Mission, the society that he had founded, suffered the worst of it. 58 of his missionaries were murdered. And 21 children were killed. Countless other Chinese Christians who refused to recant their faith. It was just a massacre. And he heard about all this while he was in Switzerland. And you can imagine the, the sheer shock that went through him. And he wrote, When I cannot read... When I cannot think, when I cannot even pray, I can trust. So
0: tell us about that, Nick. It's a great quote, isn't it?
1: It is indeed. And it's, it's one that I've, I've personally, I heard it when I was a child, and it's, it's a very personally strengthened quote. See, there, there are times in life where we are rendered mute. There is shock and stress and sorrow that words simply cannot express. There is a kind of weariness and despondency and even numbness and apathy that just shuts us down from taking anything in or putting anything out. We can't think straight. We can't read. We can't pray. We we don't even know what to say. And there's examples of this happening in the Bible. Think about Job after being struck with disease. He was silent for a whole week before he raised his voice to curse the day that he was born. And then Psalm 39 verse 9 says, Psalm is under the The discipline of the Lord says, mute, do not open my mouth, for it is you who have done it. So there's examples of sorrow and trouble and suffering of people in the Bible that cannot bring any words to bear. It just cannot come out in any prayer. It just shuts you down and paralyzes you. And that was a moment for Hudson Taylor. You know, his beloved ministry, his life's work, uh, the brothers and sisters that he loved so much in China, you know, they were all butchered like animals. It's a horrific event. And all that also while he was away resting in Switzerland because doctors' orders. And honestly, I can't imagine the kind of flood of emotions that he must have felt when he read the news. He was just paralyzed, just bearing the responsibility of that, uh, not being there, and, of course, just a sheer shock of hearing what has happened. One day you wake up, you get a telegram, and here's what's going on. Yeah. And yet, he says there was still one thing that he could do. He could trust God. Now, why? And this is how I I tend to think of it. Um, Because trust doesn't take any effort. It demands no resources of energy, and it does not impose on our mental load. Trusting in God is almost a a natural uh, default position for Christians. And of course, that is exactly where we will become more severely attacked when we undergo troubles. And those words personally have very often consoled me. That quote from Hudson Taylor, when in my life I have found myself under such burdens that I really they leave me with no mind or even appetite to pray or to speak or to write or to read. I know that I can always still trust my Father to carry me through and that in the end all things will work for good. Yes. Now there's a verse that always comes to my mind in this, and that's in Romans eight twenty-six. And it says, Paul writes, that the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. Yeah. And that is such a consolation that in the worst time of your life, you can't pray, but the Holy Spirit does. Yeah.
0: When we're stripped of everything else and brought to the end of ourselves. God is still there. Amen. Nick, if you want to read up on Hudson Taylor, any good books about him?
1: Okay, well, there's a lot. Hudson Taylor has been written about and taken apart and dissected and his ministry and his life and all sorts of things. There's so many books about him. The one that I, I usually go to, the autobiography of Hudson Taylor, Missionary to China. Taylor took a lot of time to write about his adventures and his times there. So he wrote about his time in China in many different ways and in many different seasons. But this one kind of captures a lot of it. I think it was written towards the end of his his life. So he, he, it captures a more comprehensive slice of the mission in China. Yeah. Another book that I would recommend, uh, not about him, but by him, it's called Spiritual Secret. He wrote it with his wife and it, it recounts all the miraculous answers to prayer that he experienced while he was in, in China. There's uh, God's amazing provision while he was there. Mm -hmm. And a lot of advice also for Christians who might not be in China, might not be missionaries, but are undergoing hardships and need that encouragement and exhortation to faith and trusting in God.
0: And I would add to that a good little book called Hudson, Taylor and Maria, A Match Made in Heaven by John Pollock. And it describes, you know, Nick, you talked about his wife, Maria, and it describes their remarkable relationship that endured over years and was instrumental to their work there in China. Well, Nick, a great man of God who achieved a huge amount, but who was brought low and found that he could still trust the Lord because he is always faithful. So, Nick, thank you. God bless you and God bless everybody else.
1: God bless. Thank you.